Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. What up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? SHIT, so happy it's Thursday. And we're ready to have another show with Invictus Advisors. Last time we were here, we spoke about the benefits of having two checking accounts. And I wanted to share a quick story with, with the audience. I took the same strategy that we shared here, shared it with our managers and our partners over at our Austin meeting. And we're going to implement that same strategy that we talked about. So it's a very simple method. In the business. In the business. In our own business. So it's something simple. It's it's two checking accounts. You're able to see things a little bit clearer. Um, you know, I talked to my management team and they were like, hell yeah, that we should definitely do that. It makes sense. <laughs> it totally makes sense. So we're going to be talking about a whole new strategy today. Something that most people are scared of. But you're going to see by the end of today that there's nothing to fear. Budgeting is here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, before we get started, uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that we are in the insurance business. We we have not decided on what we're going to do for donations, so I'm skipping that part. But uh, oh, all right. But we're, uh, we are an insurance company, so if you guys ever need help with any of your insurance needs, home, auto, general liability, commercial workers comp, whatever it is, please reach out to james at csfirst.com or 619-884-0045. We're here to help. We might even help you add insurance into your business to help increase your bottom line because you're always looking for different income streams, and that's a good one to add, especially if you have a mortgage office or tax office, something like that. Um, show sponsor for today is Casanova Fish Tacos. They're going to have a secret underground taco thing coming up here tomorrow. If you want to know how to go, where to go, all that information, make sure you reach out to me, Hernan, at csfirst.com. I'll give you the little heads up and tell you where to go. All right, ladies and gents, you guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Mira. I'm Ready. scared to create a budget. Budgeting and telling me how I can't spend and limiting what I want to do with my money. It just look. That's the reason why I'm bald. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about. Tell me a little bit about about budgeting and and how you how it's actually the thing that relieves stress, not the thing that causes stress. You know what? Budgeting should not be scary. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be scary at all because actually budgeting, it's going to help you lose stress i would like stress to be gone because yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest um there were times in my younger business ventures where bills needed to come up payroll needs to come up and i don't always know where it's gonna be i didn't manage funds correctly maybe i had to dip in a credit card that's a huge weight it is coming on your it shoulders is. but if you know how much you're gonna spend that month at least the basics at least the fixed expenses, it's going to be so simple because you know how much you need for that month. That's it. That's it. Anything above that, on top of that, 
that's your profit. So does this, uh, I want to make sure we, we kind of collab with kind of the other things we talked about. So when it comes to budgeting, what are the types of things that I'm looking for? And then we're going to kind of lean it into how does it work with the two checking accounts? Cool. Yes. It's, uh, it's very simple. The first thing you need to do is you need to look into your regular monthly expenses. If you're budgeting for your household or budgeting for the business, it's pretty much the same. The only difference is going to be the type of expenses. Okay. okay. But in your personal life, your household, and in your business, you know your fixed costs, whatever it's recurring on a monthly basis. So things like my rent is You're a right. fixed cost. Things like mortgage. Um, mortgage payments. Cell phone. Internet. Utilities. The things that are, have the same dollar amount exactly. month in and month out. Exactly. It's a exactly. fixed expense. Even if your electric bill or gas bill, which is the same here, and your utility, uh, your internet, cable, they fluctuate a little bit. Mm -hmm. I personally budget the highest of the average or the average of the previous year. Okay. Okay. So, so, so we basically, just so, you know, to make things simple, we take the entire budget, wh whatever we paid every single month for mm -hmm. 2019, mm -hmm. we add them all up, divided by 12. Yeah. Boom. That's your fixed budget amount. Exactly. Some months are going to be higher. Some months are going to be lower, but at least you're allocating that amount exactly. every single month. Exactly. So that's very simple. So that's the first thing. Okay. And then the second thing is your variable expenses. Variable meaning variable, they change. They change or you don't know, but you project. Okay. You plan for them. So these are things, uh, just so we can clarify, right? These are things that um, maybe it's based on production. So if you're a company that sells units of you know, widgets or whatever, mm -hmm. the more widgets you, you sell for that month, you're going to have a larger expense because there's more production for that thing versus you might have a slower month, you're going to have less of an expense. That's what we're defining as a variable. variable. Right. And even right. just like your household expenses. So like, you know, during the holiday season, everyone's like, oh, I got to buy extra food for families coming in. Mm -hmm. I got to buy extra presents. I got to like, you know, buy, I got to give you charity. You know, yeah. that's another one. It's like all those different pieces. Those are all variable expenses. They change, you know? right? Because they're not consistent from month to month. Right. Right. So on some of them, we were able to modify, right? So yeah. technically, those SDG&E bills, those you know electric bills, whatever, those are our variable expenses. But we did what's called a balanced approach, right? So we mm -hmm. take we take it and average it out. You can kind of do that with some of the other expenses. You but can. when you're talking variable here just for, for accounting purposes for a business, we're talking about things that we can't predict what they're yeah, going to We have be. no control over them, pretty much. And remember, a budget... You can always modify. It's not set in stone. Okay. It's just the foundation or the basis for your whole quarter, semester, or year. That's it. And I, you know, I, you know, it's kind of going back to the whole stress thing. It's um, don't stress out if you're over or under budget. Because like one month you may be like, oh my god, I'm so over budget right now. And then the next month you're like, oh man, great. I'm, I'm way really under good. budget. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, you really need someone to kind of help you through those highs and lows. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and being able to help manage um the emotional roller coaster that goes with that a little bit. Yeah, when you're over budget, you do feel a little stressed, right? When you're under budget, you do feel a little bit better. But the the point here is that every month you're looking at it and yeah. and yeah. you're you're reflecting on did you know what changed? Like when when for my own household, we use the envelope accounting system, right? So I have a, I have an envelope for groceries. I have an envelope for gas money. And that way we stick to it. Like if it's in the envelope, we can use it. If it's not in the envelope, we can't use it. But when we first initiated it, 
I didn't know exactly how much we were going to spend in gas. I didn't know exactly how much we were going to spend in food. And now, that's a budget. That's a budget, right? That but now we fine-tuned it. So now we, we've figured out exactly where we're going to be, and now it's it's better you know, two, three, four, five years down the road. But when you first start, that's kind of that that you know taking your head out of the sand type thing, right? You, the reason why you're stressed is because you have your head buried in the sand. You don't actually know what's going on, but that can right. be very that's that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and don't stress if you don't have the information from previous year. Start on a zero basis. That's it. Start planning for this year. We're at the beginning of the year and say, hey, you know what? I think I spent three hundred dollars a month in gas. Well, you can adjust it down the road in three months. Yeah, raise months. it, lower yeah. it, whatever it needs yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's simple. Don't stress over it. But it's it's more stressful you do if you don't have a budget. Oh yeah, because if you're bringing a thousand dollars and you're spending twelve hundred, well, you're living out of credit cards for those two hundred dollars. You multiply it by twelve. That's a lot of money mm-hmm. in interest. Twenty four hundred a year plus interest, and plus. those are not small interest. Yeah. Those are looking at nineteen, twenty, twenty. Because I'm pretty sure you're just making the monthly payment, which is the only minimum. going yes, which is only going to the interest, only the finance charge. It's so interesting because so many of our clients, not our clients, but people that we've talked to, let's put it that way, potential <laughs> clients, potential clients, prior to working. Thank you. Um, we love our clients. Yeah, well, they don't, they have no clue. Hmm. Like we ask them, oh, what's your revenue? Uh, I don't know. I pay my bills. Yeah, <laughs> or I'm able to like make my car payment this month, or you know they're so they're they're really uh, honest to God clueless, and a lot of them come from this fear mentality. Yes, uh, they're so scared of like to, it's almost like if you hear something in your car and you hear that pinging, you're like. I don't oh. want to look under the hood because it's going to be like cost me a hundred thousand dollars. You're, you're worried about the cost to fix this sort of thing, right? The, you're worried about looking in the mirror and being like, "Oh my God, I do spend that much money at Starbucks," or yeah. "I do," you know what I mean? Like you're worried to be to calling yourself out as to what your habits are, and that's okay. Sometimes your habits are okay. Like I'll be completely transparent now. We go to Starbucks every day, like that's every single day, and we go and spend for the two of us. It's like ten bucks. Yep. But we're comfortable with that, and we're cool with that, and that's that's it. It's you've allocated, yeah, right. You know exactly that that's what you're gonna do, and that's the beauty yeah. of, of of what a budget is. A budget is what you make of it, right? Right. Your lifestyle, your your objectives, whatever it is that you want to do. All we're saying is let's put them down on paper and make sure you stick to that that you chose, right? Whatever it is, the guideline that you chose, whatever that dollar, that metric, you're deciding what it is. It's a blueprint. It's a blueprint. Yeah. It's a blueprint. Just follow your blueprint. You should have in life blueprints for pretty much every aspect in your life. And that, and and you know, we talk really heavily about um, when you set up a budget. We talk about expenses, fixed and variable, and that sort of stuff. But there's another aspect to budgeting that is a huge positive that you're going to have this huge weight lifted off your shoulders as you start to apply the savings portion of right. your budget. Right? right, because right. all the the one of the main reasons people stress out about money and 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 cash flow issues is because you don't have the cash accessible when you need it, and and it's because you've never allocated funds to that. You've never put that money away. It's not part of your budgeted structure to put that money aside to make sure that you have those bills. So you know earlier you were talking about having enough money for the month to pay forward. Mm-hmm. Well, if I have never allocated the funds ahead of time, 
that's where that's the issue that I, I I came across when I was telling you early on and you know payroll would come on and I didn't have enough money I didn't I didn't have that nest egg that little cushion set aside those reserves to be able to fund those things and it's because I didn't have that allocated in a budget exactly and don't think as a, a budget as a controlling tool because it's not a controlling tool it's a guiding tool it should not control your day to day or your months or your it, it shouldn't control It's just a guiding. It's just telling you, hey, you know what? If I'm bringing in $1,000 a month, let me budget or let me plan or segregate, let's say separate $800 out of those $1,000. The other $200 there, don't budget for them. Just leave them there. I'm pretty sure you're going to use them. Mm -hmm. And you're going to use more than $1,000 that month because you don't have that you're not used to planning for that. Right. Maybe six months down the road, you are going to start leaving those $200 out. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you start saving. That's where you are going to start saving. And in six months, you're going to have a month and $200 extra to live on. Or get out of debt with, or pay yes. taxes with, yes. or go on a vacation, or go on a vacation, or with, like enjoy time with your family, or, or go to Starbucks with, yeah, every day. Whatever it is yeah. that you want to do, take a personal day off, Look, two personal days. The, off. the income is the vehicle, right? And so, a, a good analogy for for people out there is you're already driving on this super mm. highway of life, like you're already going. And and if you're on the freeway and you ever drive on the freeway, it's late at night. You probably shouldn't be driving. You're getting a little <laughs> tired. You start getting a little sleepy, and you start driving by braille, right? If you move too yeah. much to the left you start feeling you miss too much to the right right that's what a budget is it's still keeping you in line you can you switch lanes absolutely you can life happens yeah life happens you're gonna switch lanes things are gonna happen but you're still controlling the vehicle you still want to stay in the lane that you're choosing to go in and if you do go a little bit over that's that's the braille happening that's you being able to look at your budget and say okay Am I spending more because this is a necessity that I need to adjust for? Or am I spending more because, you know, life happened this month and, and this one thing, you know, deviated what I was doing. But you're still yeah. driving your car in that positive direction. I'm going to give you an, I'm gonna give you a story. Uh, we had a, a client. We have a client and uh, that we, we, we like a lot. Uh, we, we started working with her and... Uh, she called me one day, like after three months of working with her, and she says, you know what? I need to change my car. And I've always wanted it, a Mercedes. And I said, go for it. I said, I can't afford it. I said, yes, you can. She's like, no, I can't. I said, yes, you can. So I pick up the phone. I call a, a Mercedes dealership that I, we work with. I made her an appointment. She walked into the, the, the dealership. She walked out with a Mercedes that she could afford. Today, she's traveling twice a year. She's currently in, in Taiwan traveling on vacation because she can't afford it. That, but but let's, yeah. let's, let's dive into that a little bit. So when she says she can't afford it, she was looking at a budget a little bit differently, right? She had well, no budget nor idea uh, to what her revenue or expenses were. Ah, so you're you're saying that she was she's flying blind. She's doing what most people do, yeah. and they they kind of look at their bank account and they look at their bottom line. And they're like, "Ooh, I don't have any money," and don't really realize where it's going. In or how it's her getting. mind, she was broke. Yeah, it's that whole 
you know, I think you've talked about it before on the podcast. It's about the scarcity mindset. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and about where she's like, I can't afford Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Even though her payment may be exactly what she was paying before. Already. But the, the idea that it's a Mercedes is the fact that, oh, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's funny because I, I talk about this with my students a lot. I give them the example. I'm like, look, let's assume you guys hit your 18th birthday. I got you a scratcher for your 18th birthday, right? And you scratch it off and boom, you made $100,000. And this is after taxes. Now you have this $100,000 check. And you're 18 years old. So, of course, the first thing you're thinking of is, I'm going to buy a car. And you're looking at that $80,000 $80, vehicle, right? How do you buy the car? And so I, I, yeah. I, I give this exercise in my class usually every year. And I, I let them come up and talk about different things, right? Huh. And it's always, it's always one of two things. I pay cash for it or I finance it, right? One of the two. And I'm like, well, if you can increase your financial IQ just a little bit, what if we took that hundred grand and we bought an asset, maybe a house or rental? And then we turned around and took that income and we financed a vehicle. And now we take the rental income and it pays for the vehicle. And all of a sudden, after five years, seven years, whatever time frame that you finance that vehicle for, that vehicle's paid off and you get a pay raise. Like, is that and you still have the hundred thousand? And you still have the hundred thousand in equity, right? You still have the, you know, there's a different way of looking at the same type of problem. And it comes down to no one's ever showed you this other opportunity. No one's ever showed you this other possibility because yeah. you weren't willing to look at your numbers in the first place. So, since you weren't willing to look at your numbers in the first place, your own budget, then how could you advance from there if you have no you, starting point? Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's multiple options and solutions to just one single and you need people you need you need people like us you need people like james you need people like hernan that will actually be able to show you different ways of like hey what are your what's your family going to do 20 years from now when you're gone yeah and what is what is your business going to do 20 years now from where you're going to how are we going to help manage your business now so that you're you're able to Buy a Mercedes. You're yeah. able to take a vacation to Taiwan. You're able to like go to Hawaii for a week. You're able to go to Walt Disney World for two weeks. Wait. I just did that in there because you know we're big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get that popcorn tin from the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, but but you know, there's a lot of people who are gonna go with this is just not my strength. This is not what I do. Right. I I'm focusing on building a house or selling properties or selling insurance. You know, this whole you know doing my taxes and accounting and budgeting. That's not my thing. Right. So what what should, what can we tell people? How do how do they get that help they need so that they can look at, you know, look at a budget and be like, oh, OK, maybe I can't afford this Mercedes after all. Oh, that was perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> kind of timed that one perfectly. Huh? <laughs> yeah. The time is 17 minutes and 38 seconds. And while I'm uh, letting you do your promo, promo, tell me where your phone charger is. Oh, <laughs> open the door right behind you. Got it. The time is, what did I say, 17 minutes and 36 seconds? We interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent sell-out cash grab word from our sponsor. Hernan, what are we selling today? We're selling some fish tacos, ladies and gentlemen. Look, Super Bowl's right around the corner. Casanova Fish Tacos has a Super Bowl party box. So if you guys are interested in having that Super Bowl party box, that way you don't have to do hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah, I know that's good, but fish tacos would be better. Hit them up, casanovafishtacos.com. Let them know Business Bro sent you so they can add a little extra stuff into your package. By the way, they are doing the Underground Taco Club. It's very exclusive. 
only a few people know. Luckily for you, you know me, and I'm going to hook you up. So Hernan at csfirst.com. Send me an email so you can find out. It's tomorrow, but I only I know the place. Hit me up or check out CasanovaFishTacos.com. They are so good. They are good. They are really good. Are you guys going to And now. I've had them, yeah. Now. Whoops. And now, <laughs> back to that number one podcast in San Diego, the Business Bros Pod. Um. Okay, so clients or just people in general they don't want to deal with that stuff they have a you know there's somebody who has a business and they're all focused in on on what they're doing in their business don't want to deal with that stuff how do they reach out to you well you can call our office we're down in mission valley um so real close um uh our phone number is 619-677-6512 or our um, website is invictus-advisors.com and you know what I'm, we're going to offer just for a guest of the podcast today only today only, only right Ooh, today only <laughs> we're going to give you a 15 uh, 15 20 minute consult with Vidal Ooh, that in itself is like gold yeah yeah you especially know? you're doing that especially in tax season yeah that's valuable yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you uh, visit uh, mycashflowpartner.com your or your cash flow, your cash your cash flow partner dot com yeah um any well, question you have yeah you could be like hey well, is my business heading in the right track or do I have a tax question or like you know I don't know what the hell I'm doing in business can you help you know well I'll tell you what um we'll even throw this uh, we'll see what you say on this next one but the we're gonna be here on Thursday next week right mm-hmm. whole new different topic along the same lines. Um, and we'll open it up to Q&A towards during, during the show. That'd so perfect. Yeah. so we'll, we'll open up Q&A, hop on the Facebook Live, or do us a favor, send an email to james at csfirst.com or hernan at csfirst.com, and we'll, we'll have these questions ready because, you know, this is an interesting topic, especially right now when tax season is upon us. You know, you're talking about budgeting and, and getting stuff in line. Your accountant, your tax preparer, your CPA, whoever it is, they're going to start asking you for all these things. Right. They, it, hopefully you've been doing your books throughout the year and you don't walk in with a shoebox because let's face it, that's kind of annoying. We don't, we don't, we, we don't accept shoeboxes. We don't yeah. accept shoeboxes. But if you're getting your stuff already squared away, this is, what, this is a good place to start. This is where you can start looking at your stuff for the year and at least have an idea. This is what happened last year. Yeah. This is how I can start going forward. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> expecting right? a different result. All right. And, and, but that's the truth. Most people do that on a daily basis, right? Yeah. They're only doing what they're accustomed to doing. So, uh, you know, to, to stick to a budget, to create a budget, what are some like strategies that we can give people who are deciding like maybe today, the beginning of the year, 2020, I want some clarity. I need to get a handle on my stuff. What's some, some stuff that they can do to get a, a grip going forward? Very simple. You can just do it on a piece of napkin, but most of us have access to in the internet. Go and Google, hey, spreadsheet for budgets. And you can just download it, fill it out, and it's going to actually do it just for you. Like even even the the items that you're going to budget for, they're already written there. Mm. The most common those, okay? Uh, with us, we actually have our clients project and budget for five years. Ahead of time? Ahead of time. You know, I've, I had this conversation <clears throat> with my students too, and I, and I always talk about how the time frame of your budget is an indicator of your financial intelligence. So like if you're trying, if you're my students, for example, right? I'm like, you guys probably are thinking about how am I going to pay for lunch tomorrow or today, right? So you, the extent of your budget is very low, but so is your financial IQ. You mm-hmm. haven't really entered the world. right? 
you're going to get a, a job. Now you're going to start thinking, well, do I have enough money to make it to payday next week or next Friday, right? And then you become a little bit more of a doll and you start thinking in months. And that's usually about the time that people stop. They stop at the month part. But if you can start planning out a quarter or you can start planning out a year, it really, really opens up the doorway to all these different possibilities. You can plan yeah. your vacation ahead of time. You know how much you're going to spend. You know when you want to take your vacation. You can you can end up getting better pricing because you know you like for example we're we're going to take vacations in uh, well the ones where we travel right not the staycations <laughs> in September because we got a break from school. It's also the best time to travel because everybody else is still at work or yeah. in school. So you know pricing wise is better. But we already know that we've planned it out for the year ahead of time. You're doing it for five years with your we clients? do it. It it only makes sense. Because a, if you're in business for one year, then it's it's a, it's an employment. If you plan for five years in your business, then you have a a little bit of a longer vision than your competition. Hmm. Everyone lives on a one year cycle. If we already we already started a new year, we're nine days in. A lot of us have broken our 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 goals. Yeah. Are we want to wait 11 months to start again? To start again? Hells no. No, no. 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 Reset, start tomorrow again, and there's an, every day is a new opportunity. That's, you know, that's the beauty we we like to emphasize all the time. And you've heard this saying before, right? The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Uh-huh. The second best time is today. Right. And that's that's the same thing with anything else we do in life, whether it's the gym we were talking about earlier. Maybe, you know, you haven't been going for a while. You said you were going to start doing your nine years, nine days in and you haven't done it yet. So go go tomorrow. Like start start. Just do because that that initial action is going to compound itself. You're going to look back next year and be like, I'm so glad I started it. And you're not going to remember that it was nine days in. It's still the majority of the year that exists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even if it's December 12 or December 13, just do it. Just do it. Your year does not start on Sunday or Monday or, or the next month, the first day of the month. No. Your year or the period starts the following day or the next second. When you decide. Exactly. When you make that decision. Exactly. I feel a comment coming. No, I was like, November 17th, that's when my year started. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? and, and, I, mean, I mean, we can go on technical stuff. You yeah. can technically have a fiscal year anytime you want, right? You just report it. So, yes. so you, if, if that's the biggest thing for you, then by all means, we, you know, when it comes to your business and taxes and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. change your fiscal year. But you don't need to. The point here is you have to, at some point, decide that this is the life that you want going forward and you're making a change. And Tony Robbins says... Go ahead. Where focus goes, energy, energy flows. flows. That's right. So just focus. Yeah. Focus, focus, focus. Part of it too is, you know, you have to think about you as an individual where you're going to be in five years. Yeah. You know, am I going to buy a house? Am I going to, because there's a different, you know, we would work with you to, you know, determine a tax strategy for buying a house in yeah. five years versus, you know, you know, you know, you have to show more income one year than you will in the next year to buy the house. Yes. You know, but that's all stuff that, or if you want to buy a car in two years, or like you're saying, go on vacation. And that's stuff that you have to account for in your business. You're still, you're you're the CEO of your business. You're the owner of your business. And you got to plan not only your personal finances, but, but your business finances and make sure they match. Proactively, not yeah. reactively. But you know what? One thing that we've learned from, from one of our mentors, Susan Evans, is like, if you don't, if you didn't do your planning for for 2020 
or the decade, go ahead and do your planning, but start from your personal planning and then if you own a business, plan from there. Yes. First plan for you. Yeah. For your family, for your friends. If if a wedding is coming up, let's say that it's in January in July, don't don't plan your business first and say, "Oh, I might not be able to go to a wedding." Hell's that. Plan your business around that week or that month for that wedding. Yes, yes. First you, then your business. Because you're going to regret the things you did not do. Exactly. When yeah. you do not show up to that wedding and it was the most <clears throat> epic event or or Thea got drunk and fell yeah, yeah, and you yeah. didn't see it or yeah. whatever. Or Casanova Fish Tacos gave tacos. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that little plug there. Bro, that was perfect. Yeah. You're going to regret not going, right? And, yes. And that's the whole thing is you – and then you become – angry at your business right you you become like now it's not something fun anymore no. it's taking away from life yeah. not and, and not only it. you become angry your family becomes becomes yeah. angry and they resent you yes. because if you cannot leave your business it's an employment it's not a a business it's actually yeah. a job it's a job yeah if you cannot leave that business without generating revenue while you're not there it's a job it's so funny because there's so many you know no offense no offense james but like insurance people that sell insurance real or like real estate agents <gasps> or like you know um cosmetologists mm -hmm. or nail people are like oh yeah uh, i'm a business owner no like, no you're not. <laughs> because Sorry. if you take a vacation so does your paycheck yeah and 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 the thing is you can build a business in those industries yes it is 100 possible to do that you just have to be able to structure it correctly you have to be able to come in with the mindset of this is what i'm building with planning around mm -hmm. your life first and then building a business around that and then budgeting around those two pieces yes you know it's like everything has to align and everyone you know like the new hot word right now is strategy yeah. everyone's oh, like it's a strategy no, this no, a strategy no. that strategy this but it in some ways you have to like think about this stuff it's mm -hmm. not just stuff that you could be like oh i'll just write it on a cocktail napkin it's actually you funny. could yeah you could but, but yeah we actually <laughs> were in barnes and noble we were talking about we saw a book that said what was it something about cocktail napkins like a business plan on a cocktail napkin or something like that and i was like really well, but but it's true though. Like yeah. like I remember, um, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, all, all I know is that we didn't have a lot of money, right? But my dad always had a budget, and it was funny because yeah. my mom always took us to church. Like all, we went to church a lot as kids, right? <laughs> and and my dad, like my dad, went because my mom said, you know, it's time to go. So, but my dad wasn't a huge fanatic. He wasn't paying attention as much as my mom always does, right? And so I would look over, and he always had his pad of paper with him, and sometimes he's writing notes, but oftentimes it was our budget, right? And it was going through, what are the income, what are the expenses? And he was always very open with like, look, I mean, we have nothing here. <laughs> but from an early age, it was like, you're defining where things are gonna go, right? And it, and, it, and you know, just for shits and giggles here, my dad wasn't the best budgeter because his biggest expense was always mom. If mom needed something, yeah. he could never tell mom no, right? And so eventually we got to the point where we switched. I, I, you know, once, once, uh, once we moved out and I started to learn a bunch of different things, kind of, you know, interrupting their lifestyle a little bit, I was like, you know what, dad, what you need to do is give mom the budget and let mom see what's available, what's not there. And, huh. and when, when they did that, all of a sudden, like they started to get, develop a savings account and they started to pay off, you know, debts. It's because, you know, my mom was able to see, not that she was, you know, um, 
like a big spender because my mom's not a big spender, but it's she had her head in the sand. She didn't exactly know what was going on. And so because she didn't know what was going on, they're always going in, in and out of debts and, and stuff like that. But as soon as you become aware, as soon as you're, you're you know, you see what, what's there, you can take that same income and shift it into something that's, that's it is, beneficial. It is very interesting because there's, there's actually, in marketing, there's actually a syndrome called the Neiman Marcus syndrome. Neiman Marcus? Like yes. Uh, the, 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 the store. Research? The, 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 oh, store. the store. The store, yeah. Um, Anyone that knows the store would just walk by and say, hey, this is a very expensive store. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in. Or Nordstrom's. Same type of thing. Same type. It's, it's, it's at least expensive than, than, than Neiman. But when you walk into the store, they have actually the same things as they have at Nordstrom's or Macy's. But we're not afraid of walking into Macy's. But we're afraid of walking into Neiman. When they have their last call sale, they're over 70, 85% discount, and they're sometimes least expensive than JCPenney or Sears or any of those stores. But just the brand, knowing that it's a luxury brand, I cannot afford it. It's intimidating. It. It's yes. intimidating. Yes. So if I budget and I say, you know what, I'm going to walk into Neiman Marcus and I'm going to buy a $500 shirt, I budget it for, but I might wait until the last call and I might get it for $70. You never know. You never know. But at least you've allocated the funds to exactly. be able to do that. Exactly. I mean, how, how? I don't know about you guys, but I actually like buying stuff. Like, I don't buy very many things, but like gadget stuff. Like this, for example. Oh. This is one of those things where, you know, the wife was like, what did you buy? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's I, I, you know, I, I like the, the whole purchase. Uh, I just replaced our, our routing system. We use the Google Home, and it comes in a nice, Saturday fancy night. Google box. You, you bought Google Home? No, I bought new. Well, we had Google Home, but I just bought a new router. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah. I was like, which router can I buy? Yeah, Amazon, yeah. Like, Amazon arrives to our house once or twice a day. day. Like, Every, 365 <laughs> days a year. <laughs> So it's oh. or it's bad. It's yeah. bad. But again, it's allocated, right? Don't drink and in prime. Don't drink in prime. <laughs> it's not true. even drinking. <laughs> <laughs> just priming. Yeah, just priming. <laughs> but but yeah, and, and again, it just comes down to, you know, if you have no clue what's going on, of course that's going to be stressful. It's like walking in a room with the lights off. You mm-hmm. just, even if it's your yeah. room, you feel uncomfortable like there's yeah. something watching you. It's just the, the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And if you get, put yourself in a position where you know, you might not like the results at first, but now you can change it, right? Now you can modify, you can adapt, you can you can allocate in certain ways, but you know. It's the same thing with yeah. weight loss. 100%. You know, it's like, you know, you have to come out and say, yeah, I'm fat. <laughs> you know, and say, okay, now this is it. And what? now I'm moving forward. And they're like, yeah, I don't have any money. This is it. So now let's change it. But let's you change know? it, right? And, yeah. and that's change it little by little. Don't change it like drastically like, from zero to a thousand don't yeah. little yeah. by little baby steps baby steps baby but, steps you know and, and i uh, i talk about this with my students all the time too and I, I try to tell them the difference between being broke and poor right yeah broke is temporary poor is eternal poor is a mindset if and that's poor people don't have a budget because they don't look at their numbers they just go from check to check and they assume everything's gonna get paid and that's it and i'm done they never know how much is actually going in the direction they don't yeah. want it to go or going in the direction they do want to go. 
poor is eternal. Broke is temporary. There are times yeah. where life is going to happen. It could be a medical thing. It could be you know a car accident. It could be a death in family. Stuff happens. There's going to be a time where you can be broke. But plan. But it's a starting point. Yeah. But it's an, yeah. it's it's a it's a moment in time. You but, can change that. But the the mentality of being poor it's so common. I I heard someone uh, a couple of days ago is like, oh no, I'm going to wait until that movie is on demand because. Movies are so expensive. What? Movies are so expensive. You can buy an AMC A plus for twenty four dollars a month. Twenty four dollars a month, and you can go three times a, a week. Man, we got to start I was with that one. That. Yeah, so so uh, we like going to movies all the time. I mean, we, movies are a big thing for for us. We're movie buffs. We quote movie lines all the time. Uh-huh. And uh, James has got the AMC thing that you're it's amazing about. oh he loves yeah. it right yeah so he would take me to dolby and stuff you know he'd take me and and he's like are you gonna get an amc card i'm like i don't know man because everything i do is times four right because <laughs> i got four kids <laughs> and so for me to pay 100 bucks a month to go to movies but i don't take them as much like it wasn't worth it but i remember sitting in the dolby theater and and i looked over him after we watched the movie and i was like this should be the bare minimum when i go watch a movie like this is where we start you know mm-hmm. anything above this we we should be able to go but why are we settling for everything else mm-hmm. why are, your standard raising yeah. your standard right. you set your own bar in life like you bargain life for a penny right him life will pay no more life will pay mm-hmm. no more like yeah. whatever you ask of life that's what life's gonna give you that's it yeah, but yeah. you're setting your own bar hells yeah if it's hey, just if like if her client where she's like i can't afford a mercedes yes you can well in her mind she can't afford a mercedes so she never will for afford a mercedes it's not i can it's how can I? right yeah now no, i'm gonna put her on a maserati yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> Woo. All right, uh, James, on the calendar, what we got next week that we're going to be talking about? Next week, we are going to be talking about. A boot, a boot, a boot. Bum. Shark Tank. Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. Oh, yeah. All right, so give me a little teaser. <laughs> that's a, that's actually week. really interesting. And send us questions because I am the Shark CFO. That's, that's my nickname. So. We are. I'm going to help you position yourself to go and pitch your idea or your plan to investors, mm. friends, family, and fools first. Friends, family, and fools. <laughs> I like that. The three, the three Fs, <laughs> and then to the to angel investors, uh, funds, whatever. But you need to be prepared. Absolutely, you need to be prepared. I have had clients, not clients, uh, investor uh, decks come into my my email. Uh, come to the office and I'm like, dude, like you're not going to be profitable in six months. That's bullshit. Really? Yeah. Let's look at what you're asking. Really? What's really achievable? Yeah. Have you sold anything right now? No. Are you in plants? Yes. So how, if you are profitable in six months, why are you asking for money? <laughs> why are you asking me for money? Or well, why, why haven't you invested into your own business? And, yes. and, and that's, a, that's a, yeah, that's and that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Like one of the biggest things, and I do show Shark Tank in, in my classroom, by the way, because I love the idea of understanding. You know, what is evaluation? What are you actually asking for? Yeah. When you show up to Shark Tank, you're asking for money, and that's all they know is they're asking for money. What are you giving up? You know what yeah. I mean? What yeah. what happens at that point when when you actually get a shark? Some of those deals, I'm like. 
Oh my gosh! Holy right? crap! I would and, never. And let's be honest. Yeah, it, let's be honest. The, the the calculation of the numbers. You know, I'm asking for you know hundred thousand dollars for fifteen percent of my company. What's you know there is some math that's involved there, but oh you know hopefully when we talk next week we're gonna make this as simple as possible. Yes. We're gonna prepare yeah. your business to be sold or be purchased. Just Put remember uh, that, that's a, a show, right? So oh, yeah, they have absolutely. to be some drama. It's it's uh, it's what, reality. Many shows have drama. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they? And they're real. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So, but th- the thing is that in reality, it actually happens. Mm-hmm. People are so naive that they have their projections and be real, be realistic, go out there, do your due diligence, do your, do your work before you launch your, your, your product, your company, and you start seeking money. Yeah. Especially because, yes, yeah, we're, we're yes. going to cut into that, but especially yeah. because if you, uh, if you do go that route and you try to do something like that, doesn't mean that you're going to get what you're looking for because it's no. not positioned correctly. And don't go to the banks because banks are not going to lend you money. Oh, I'm going to cut you off because I don't want to talk about shark stuff. <laughs> and who knows? Uh, who knows? There may be people on the podcast or there may be people in this room that maybe want to invest in your company. Exactly. So like, hey, you know. You never know. We never you know. Never maybe know. we can put in $10,000 in the table. Depends yeah. on the opportunity that shows up, right? right? Whatever opportunity presents itself. All right, ladies and gents. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this SHIT. So happy. It's Thursday. Hopefully Hopefully you guys are enjoying this Invictus Advisor Saga five episode series of January. Next week, we're going to be talking about Shark Tank, Tank CFOs. We're going to learn a little bit more about what an actual CFO does for your company, why it's supposed to be put in place if you don't have one, why you need one, and then put yourself in a position to scale and grow tremendously. So we look forward to that, guys. Thanks again for another one. Thank you so much. Jeffrey, have you watched uh, Demolition Man? The what? Demolition Man? No. Oh, we finished The Mandalorian. That's The Demolition Man. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little weird because you're far away, so I couldn't give you the high five. It's one of those. There you go. There you go. See, told you, movie buffs. It's just a weird thing. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Thank you. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.